Hello, everyone, and welcome to OSNAP, an MCU podcast. Uh, we are here discussing episode three of Loki, titled Lamentus. And uh, before we get started, let me introduce the panel, starting with Marshall Jean-Pierre. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. King Cobb. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> and Michael Henley. Oh, 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 snap, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Rob Alessiani. Uh, Mike is not joining us tonight, as well as everybody else you might have heard. This is just us. This is the, the four of us, the core of us uh, here doing this damn thing. Um, yeah, this was a uh, wild one. Before I jump into the synopsis, let's get some first impressions. Uh, Michael. Um, this episode was really purple. Um, <laughs> just, just so much purple. Um, no, I, I, I enjoyed this one, uh, quite a bit. I thought it was a nice kind of change of pace from the previous two episodes. Um, I'm really loving the, uh, Loki and Sylvie dynamic. And, um, this episode felt a lot like an episode of Dr. Who. And as someone who likes Dr. Who, I'm all for that, basically, including the fact that you have two British people bickering back and forth while they're on an alien planet, just kind of hanging out. Um, I love it. I love it. This basically. So I, I love the world building. I love the energy. There's a cool shot towards the end of it where I was like, oh, man, this is something. Um, yeah, lots of fun. Super fun episode. Dope, dope. Keen. Uh, yeah, I, I love this episode as well. Um, I felt uh, this is the first episode I mean, I, I, I got into one and two, but like this one, I, I felt kind of lost in because it was like outside of like an office kind of kind of setting. Like you got to see like the entire world and like the scapes that was out there was crazy. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy. Uh, but yeah, I, here's the thing. I love British folk. I didn't know it was a thing for me until like I was like maybe in high school. I realized I grew up watching a lot of uh, Mr. Bean and like a lot of random British stuff. So yeah, uh, nothing better than to, like not super but posh-ish British sure. folks, uh, sure. like like snapping at each other and just like the idea that the same person is basically are these like they're arguing with them, themselves, even though they're variants, they're different people. It's them. It's yeah. two Lokis so yeah. far that we know. Um, yeah, and I, I love I love seeing that. Um, this this the the end I'm not gonna give a spoilers yet, but like the end definitely had me like oh it gave me a really oh shit moment like okay mm -hmm. now what what the fuck uh so yeah I'm I'm, I'm excited to talk about it and Marcelly yeah I enjoyed it uh this this was a fun episode um it was like it it was like one of those episodes it felt like kind of filler but it it definitely wasn't filler like it mm -hmm. the, the way that <laughs> Um, some other TV shows might have a filler episode. It's like, all right, we're going to do this side mission or we're going to go the, in, in like a completely different world um, and not go back to like our base reality or, or our base environment. Um, it, I felt like it was kind of, it had those dynamics, but it totally was informative. And there was like a whole bunch of, um, I guess, reveals that we had and, and a whole bunch of important moments that, you know, are, are going to pay off. Um, and yeah, I, th I thought it was great. And uh, I think any any TV show that can make me think to myself, oh, this this dude's totally going to fuck himself. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> just uh, has, has my yeah, attention. We will, <laughs> we will talk about that. <laughs> 
yeah so yeah it was an awesome episode yeah i thought i think that's all yeah it, it was very purple it, it it did feel a little bit like this is one of those episodes where i'm glad they did it i hope they don't spend too much time here like Damn. i was surprised that it wasn't like fully resolved by the end like i was expecting Damn. like one of those time doors that, like we'll get to it but i was expecting one of those time doors to just like jump in any time yeah like you know days ex machina themselves out of that yeah i've heard this episode described in various like online um you know, recap videos and things like that as a bottle episode. I've heard it described as like uh, various things. And what's a traditionally, tradition? I, I I I see where they're going with the bottle episode thing in terms of it like being kind of insular and very okay. focused on like just just a few characters and and they're all in the same like theoretically the same place. But like that place is a moon in this one. I yeah. thought this episode reminded me of the movie children of men a lot i guess yeah um, like if you if if, if uh, for listeners if you if you haven't seen children of men see it first off it's an incredible movie and it um it's for me it 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 moves very quickly between these giant epic intense moments especially with like sweeping one shots where the camera doesn't seem to cut the whole for like 20 minutes straight and they're just following people like going through chaos and then like really um personal you know one-on-one -on -one conversations so it really reminded me that it was funnier than children children of men is a very dark film yeah um, very about, sad yeah um but go see it i won't spoil it too much but there were a lot of that there was there was i don't know if they were technically one shots where they're you know where it was a single shot going through the whole thing but it was shot like it was maybe it was edited together um but I, I thought this episode was great. I thought there were some important moments for the MCU at large. I thought there was some important moments um, for these two characters' development. Um, I thought it was just a nice, like, fun little side side quest, like you said. Um, I just hope it doesn't take them long to get back to the, uh, there's too many unanswered yeah. questions and we only have three episodes left yeah so, I, I missed owen wilson in this oh my episode. god because so, that's one thing so yeah. much so, much. Um, so character because this is just an episode that goes through two characters and their little tiny arc right here i'm just gonna blast through what happens in the full episode and then we can just jump back and forth as, as we please so in this episode Loki follows the variant who we who we discover we were calling her Lady Loki because that's what some you know we didn't know, um, but uh, it is Sylvie. We discussed that in the last uh, last podcast where some of the credits credited her as Sylvie. So this is Sylvie. Um, she wants to be called Sylvie, not Loki. Uh, they they follow from where they disappeared at the Walmart to the TVA where they are immediately confronted by Renslayer and they temp pad themselves to uh, the year 2077 on the moon Lamentus One, which is about to be destroyed by a, a planet that is exploding. Um, they're both unable to escape because the temp pad has run out of power and um, they meet up with uh, a holdout who cannon blasts Sylvie and then Loki tries to uh, take on the form of her ex-lover and then he gets cannon blasted uh, they sneak aboard a train by uh, Loki disguising himself as a guard they do the whole like stormtrooper uh, fake mm -hmm. um, you know fake stormtrooper routine and they uh, with a little help from uh, Sylvie's mind control powers they get onto the train um, they kind of have a nice 
moment here where they're talking about love. Um, the big kind of important thing for the MCU here is that both reveal themselves as um, bisexual or pansexual. However, you know, they didn't like say it outright, but they both said like, yeah, we've kind of been involved with uh, princesses and princes. And that was really, really cool and important. Um, Sylvie falls asleep, Loki gets drunk, does some dope Asgardian sea shanty karaoke, gets the whole room involved. Uh, but there's a dude that I guess doesn't like his song and uh, narks on him to the guards. They are, they have a fight. They get thrown off the train, uh, breaking the tempad, which now they're trapped. Uh, so they have to figure out what to do. They start to, they decide that they're going to try to get on the Ark, which is the ship that is taking the privileged of the society away from this impending apocalypse uh, on foot. Uh, during their journey, Sylvie, the other really big thing for the story here, Sylvie reveals to Loki that the agents of the TVA are not, were not created by the timekeepers as they, as Loki was told. They are all variants. The entire TVA is composed of variants like them. Um, so that's huge. I got an and interesting then, thought uh, about that. Yeah. Well, yes. I'll wait till you finish, but I got a very okay. interesting thought about we'll, that. Oh, we will get to all of it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, finally, uh, they decide the only way to get off this is to um, uh, you know, affect the timeline so that the Ark doesn't get uh, destroyed while it's trying to escape. So they go to the Ark's location. Uh, there's a huge... <clears throat> Apparently, these guards, in, in the face of impending apocalypse, still want to do their job and, I guess, just fight people in the streets. Um, so they're trying to make their way to the Ark, uh, and nope, it still explodes. And the episode ends with them being kind of trapped on this moon, surrounded by people who all just realize their fate, that they are all screwed, and cut the credits. So we can start wherever we want is open discussion from here on out and so, i yeah oh, go ahead mike go i was ahead. about to say can i jump in and be like super irritating for a second yes yeah mm -hmm. did i miss something is, is uh, the question i was also gonna oh ask. no 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 you didn't miss anything no, no no um and and uh i and uh you just to jump back from what you said earlier basically about having having seen this episode described as like a bottle episode yeah um you know and and usually when people are talking about a bottle episode talking about like yeah you know in in the sense that usually it's about <laughs> you know, putting people, you know, like in, you know, some kind of scenario, basically throwing people together. Maybe it's characters that don't get to have screen time too much. It's usually very dialogue driven, which this was, um, but, and it's very off pace compared to the surrounding episodes uh, is usually the definition, but also the key definition is it's something that's designed to save money yeah, um, yeah. is generally <laughs> yeah. what a bottle episode is. And this was definitely not that. So I've, I, I saw some of the same comments and I was really confused by that. Cause this yeah. is probably the most expensive looking episode uh, yeah. yet. Dude, so the, the, what they did in this episode was just like, I was like, that, that's probably why I was so in awe of this episode, because I mean, before this, there was a few things here there, like the, the effects of like um, rewinding time and like the doors, whatever. But like to see that planet slowly but surely approaching, yeah. And you're just and like it took me. It made me a mat. Like when you saw a piece like kind of collapse and fall in the distance mm -hmm. on the TV. Okay, that looks like wow, that's huge. That's that's over there. But like in real life, dude, that's half a PA. Yeah, like, yeah, gone. Yeah. So it's like yeah. the the yeah. visuals were crazy for this one. 
This yeah. gave me like Majora's Mask vibes. <laughs> like, I can see uh, that. Yeah. That's that's the Zelda game where the the moon keeps getting closer. Oh right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Majora's Mask, if it was a planet, but yeah, this that is absolutely the case. Bottle episodes were created because they ran out of production budget for the season, but they still needed to deliver more episodes. So they trap everybody in a freezer. Yep, Y'all yep. got locked in, and and the yep. store's not opening until six a.m. So they're gonna like talk about themselves there's probably or a jail be a episode for the weekend yep. or some shit like that yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it could be a, it could they are often also clip episodes if we're talking about tv tropes sure. where you're like yeah. remember that time we went to disney world <laughs> and then they show that clip from the expensive episode um, <laughs> but yeah this episode was the most expensive bottle episode it definitely had some stuff like you said very very dialogue driven um totally different from previous episodes, mm-hmm. uh, you know that was all checked and check, but yeah, not inexpensive. At least from a CGI standpoint, this episode maybe more than any other episode of Disney Plus MCU short series, maybe the biggest visual, like uh, the most cinematic. And we've said that before yeah. with some of the other episodes from the other shows, but this episode felt like I I should have watched it in a theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I feel that. A um, couple of things that, that stood out to me. Um, I know we're just hopping all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I guess just the the reveal that her name was Sylvie, and um, I guess like for all who know, like Sylvie is the enchantress yep. from the comics. So it seems as though, and just kind of like based off of some um, things that I've seen on the internet, it seems as though they're, they're just blending Lady Loki's character yep. and, That's what it seems like. and the enchantress. Um, which is which is cool, um, and it kind of makes me interested to kind of like see more of her background because um, another thing that really stood out to me was just the fact that they have different powers. Um, they they don't do the same tricks, um, and you know, as both of them being Loki's, uh, I guess one of the assumptions that I had was just that like, oh, well, you know, when she was doing the enchantress thing, um, <laughs> enchanting people in the Walmart uh, or the Roxy cart, whatever. Um, I was assuming that like, all right, maybe that's similar to what Loki was doing um, in one of the previous movies, like with the um, the Mind Stone or whatever. But uh, it, apparently it's a completely different skill set. And, it, you know, she taught herself how to do that. And, and Loki learned all his magic and his tricks um, from his mom, Frigga. So it's it, it was really cool to kind of like see the the differences that they have um and also kind of like bond over some of the the commonalities that they have um and it also made me wonder like i guess where do each of their like respective um like variations start like where like what's yeah. sylvie's where background does it split? yeah um, like where was her split because like if she turned if she's a a, a female character <clears throat> um just like what was the variation like her parents like like did it happen before like it it really has me curious Mm -hmm. um, as to like when it happened in one of the internet places i saw i forget what the hell it was but her full her full um like her full character name is sylvie lalfi doter yeah okay so like loki is lalfi's son Yes, that's his last name. Technically, that's how they introduce him. That's what he's written out on the uh, on his little dossier. But she's Sylvie Laufey daughter. Mm -hmm. So Laufey's both of their dads. Right. 
but so like maybe the mom maybe there's a different mom maybe you know who knows if that'll even get explained people are talking about this series like there will be a second season in ways that it didn't seem like people were talking about wandavision or uh falcon the winter soldier so I'm, yeah if i'm if i'm correct i've heard that like it's all but it's like openly confirmed that there is yeah that that they have been already working on season two Loki. that's great yeah that's big because this this is this one feels like like wandavision that would be hard to do another season at least that felt like that felt like the first like you're Mm -hmm. not gonna kind of do be able to like do that trick again in in the time in the in in the you know canonical mcu Kind of same thing with you know you could you could do a Captain America, Captain America. soldier sure that would be that you know you, you could definitely do that and have them on another adventure but I feel like those adventures are just going to play out in the movies yeah um, but this one is like yo yeah give me all the Loki time traveling detective like that you can this sounds like out. a crazy like from a distance but I know any better this sounds like an amazing anime it's just yeah, like yes imagine yes, imagine a Norse god becomes a time yeah. detective like a what? Norse god and his and his twin from a different yeah time, you know a different timeline <laughs> yeah yeah it's so yeah, anime is, yeah. you know they just need like a giant skinless titan and uh <laughs> and we're good um they the 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 thing that one of the things that stuck out of, of this episode was like how like the setup here is they're the same being just different timelines same being they represent the same entity but they're i don't have any i don't have any brothers and sisters i'm an only child but their their relationship feels almost like brother and sister but Mm -hmm. also like soulmates in a way that got strangely romantic yes uh for me like to watch in the in the train before before um, Sylvie went sleep and Loki started singing, that whole conversation where they're you know where you know they they reveal a lot about themselves to each other. They're kind of like learning about well, what was growing up like for you. It almost felt like those stories you hear about you know twins that were separated at birth and both put up for adoption but went to different yeah. families mm-hmm. and had no idea they existed, but then they met again later in life. But also they felt like they were on a like like a, a but, first date. but here's the here's the thing though it's 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 loki and i don't know if you know this or not but loki love him some loki so <laughs> yep, i was yep. i wasn't surprised yep. by yeah. them being attracted to each other because he's attracted to he's our loki's attracted to himself so it's like yeah. that wasn't <laughs> yeah. a, for me at yeah. least that wasn't a, a crazy surprise uh one of the things uh that from the jump like it was cool to see uh her or see the the um the foot soldier as like a regular person and it was cool to see that kind of thing and for her to be like yeah Yeah. i remember this but who were you and then it just quickly shifted yeah Yeah. that was a cool scene yeah i totally neglected to put that in the in this yeah but but the episode opened a lot too yeah the episode opens with um this kind of totally mundane regular earth situation just two friends drinking I don't know what the margaritas yep. uh, somewhere and um, and you kind of feeling that feeling of something's something's not right here at first I was like I didn't I didn't recognize in plain clothes that that was the me neither 
that was the agent because I'm like, did did did? Oh no, Bob I recognize the agent. I didn't recognize. I didn't recognize. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't recognize. Her. Really? Oh, yeah, I recognize no. Loki. I was like, I thought for a second that the that you know it was Sylvie, and then our MCU's Loki, like you know, just becoming you know putting on like a different person, like he does. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, this is a this is an interesting choice. Um, but uh, but then it kind of quickly. you realize like okay this is something's going on here where sylvie is trying to get information and okay we're we're now back in the rocks rocks uh mart and and this is what it looks like from the inside when you're kind of being enchanted um so that was very very cool it explained a little more of the of of her powers and what she's capable of um yeah but uh but let's then you know that we could dovetail that into the big reveal yeah uh, from the storyline of you know every tva employee is a variant so mm-hmm. what are you know so and he, that dovetail perfectly into one of my theories uh-huh. okay, let's go let's mm-hmm. go yeah so because that was, it was just revealed that everyone there is a variant the um i don't think the reset stick kills you or kills the variant i think it does exactly what it says literally resets you meaning they digitize or whatever and like go away i think they come back somewhere else and all of a sudden get trained to be the next group of like foot soldiers or office people or stuff like that because and I, i got a feeling our guy in the office I want to see his real, or I want to see his before life, mm. and I hope they make him an actual improviser in it. Oh, like Eugene oh, Cordero? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I, I also was the I. I think you're onto something here. I've read this in a few places that, you know, it looks like they're just getting like vaporized and you know removed. So I think the show, if this is true, if your theory is correct, I think the show will show this to us by that asshole rich kid who was the first person we saw mm. kind of de-res, yep. he'll just show up as like a new recruit and uh, you know, we'll see him again and they'll be like, oh, okay, that's how I'll piece together. The other wacky theory that I've heard is like, are we, are there more than two Lokis, you know, Loki and Sylvie? Is Mobius also Loki? Oh. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. That would be I, that's a, that's a theory. Yeah, it's a it's it, yeah, it's a wild internet theory. It would be I, nuts. Um, I don't think Mobius so. is for sure somebody. But here, here's the thing with Mobius that I got I got an idea on is like because remember I think either before it started or like you don't understand how long I had to wait because uh, like after the first episode I wanted to immediately watch all of like the the behind the scene Easter egg videos and I was like no. I don't want that to influence what I talk about. So I'm going to wait. So I had to wait like a whole week. And then I got to watch it. And one of the things that I saw was there's a belief that there's multiple Mobiuses. So I think yeah, I think the the Mobius that we know when he's talking with uh, the, I'm going to call her a time judge. When he's talking with her and he's saying like, who's that other um, like analyst you got? I think they revealed it a little bit when he put the glass down there was another ring already there 
So that other movie uh, does the same shit. Okay, yeah. man. I'm sorry, oh, I got a bunch of these now. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm okay, all right. Legit, it's good. Yeah. It's legit. The other, the other one is that he's Thor. Ooh, which would be bonkers. Um, I think that might be even a little more far fetched. But multiple yeah. Mobius. These, these sound like these sound like reaches to me. Yeah, for I me. think. I think the safe like bet is multiple Mobiuses because in the comics there's multiple yeah. Mobiuses. Like okay. they're, you know, so that wouldn't be that would still be like in fitting. Not that they have to be be beholden to what they do in the comics, but that would at least have some precedent. Um, yeah, and also he, uh, I think they're pretty much alluding to, you know, he was plucked out of the '90s. Um, yeah. And he his affinity with jet skis was because like that it's related to who he was prior to. They're gonna use uh, Owen Wilson as a that would be wild if he yeah. fucking know if it's just oh. him. <laughs> if Mobius is just Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that, would be, that would be so fucking good. That would because be he like, loves what was he it? Loves that nineties drink. I can't remember what it was. Uh, Boku. It looked, well, it was Boku yeah. and and Josta. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he loved Josh. Like, so they're both early '90s. One's a box wine, and the other is a, a like crappy soda. Yeah, um, but uh, it would be like what was it? Ocean's Twelve, where Julia Roberts. Oh yeah, the yeah. character Julia Roberts <laughs> is playing pretends to be Julia Roberts in the film, which is whatever writer came up with that like, <laughs> fired or given an Oscar. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, we we they have these little moments of it is the, the interesting part about one of the interesting parts about this show is we're going to see all these different civilizations and they're all in like peril because they've established that the every place they jump to is in its last moments because that's where sylvie's been hiding in these in these immediately preceding an apocalypse so that she doesn't make a blip on their radar and she can hide out so so we're like we're seeing this kind of like light-hearted banter between the you know between loki and sylvie and or loki and and um and mobius but everyone around it's like they're all terrified or, or in, and it, it it really does make for an interesting an interesting like emotional whiplash when you're watching the show like you're watching these people like beg for their lives all the rich people are going by them so you're almost feeling like like when that ship blew up at the end i was like good (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool 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 like it sucks that everybody else also has to die but like if i was like you know could happen on this planet if all the rich people like they're currently doing are deciding to go to space and all the workers like us are just left here as the world collapses and all of their space shuttles show up. Even if I'm dying in five minutes from impending whatever, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, "That's a good way to go out." Yeah. Fuck you, <laughs> Bezos. <laughs> okay. um, that 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 would be somewhat satisfying. But um, but yeah, yeah I, I I really thought that like right as that that ending part happened, that we would see like some time yeah. agents or or yep. Mobius just come through and kind of like. All right, guys, hurry up! Like you know, just grab them up. Um, I was really surprised that it ended the way that it did. Um, Oh, really quickly, I thought that I was gonna come to the podcast dropping a fucking gem that only I thought that only I saw, but then I this morning, um, I saw one of those videos and somebody else did mention it. But um, so internet's undefeated. Yeah, fucking internet. uh, You can't be unique out here. 
Um, but anyway, like when I saw that one, when, when they were doing the one shot in, like, yeah. they were on their way to the ship and then the one building was falling down and then Loki used the power and yeah. kind of reversed it. It reminded me of in Doctor Strange, yes. you know, when, you know, the same, same sort of thing happened. And, um, and I was like, wait a minute, we never saw Loki put that time, that green time stone down when he was rummaging through the dude's desk. Mm-hmm. We never saw him like hmm. put it back in there. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering mm. if if his slick ass just tucked one of those things away and was like, all right, I, I might be able to use this in the future. Like once we're yeah. out of this little, mm-hmm. you know, time dimension. Before, before anything, anybody says anything else, can I just give props to uh, Mars sound like a black dad right now? Yeah, hit a slick ass, grab that green stone, and put it back down. I saw him. I saw him. I think he's slick. I think the whole thing. All right, my bad. Go ahead. You back. He just about, he just about called him Jack. <laughs> hey, Jack, put that stone back. That's, hey, hey you better not be playing with no time stones. <laughs> my, my Italian grandfather on my father's side used to speak like almost exclusively jive, or he'd call it jive, <laughs> and he would always call people Jack. He'd be like, um, "Watch your hands, Jack." I think it's just like guys he worked with it as an electrician <laughs> for oh, Pico. Anyway, yeah. oh man, but, um, fuck with me, Turkey. <laughs> he's called people drive turkey all the time mike you can cut this out oh if you my want. God. robert louis lesiani senior was was prolific a prolific jive speaker um jesus christ uh, <laughs> yeah i think that's because theoretically he could have stole like once you get out of the tva those are infinity stones right yeah yeah those things work yeah, yeah it Does definitely it... looked like yeah like how are they getting out of this one i think it's going to be something like that, right? Like nobody thinks they're dead. And I am, I kept thinking, which I really enjoyed because usually in these situations you'd be like, they're going to figure their way out of this one. But yeah. roundabout when they were approaching the city at the end and getting in there, I was thinking like, there's, there's no way that, they, that this is actually going to go according to plan. They're going to one way or another, they are, that thing's going to explode and they're going to be trapped here. I did think that maybe because of something that they did that was big enough, like maybe something involving that woman. I was thinking that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That like something they were going to do was going to create a blip and put them back on the radar. And I'm still think that might happen in like the early part of next. I didn't watch the previews for next episode yet. I never watched no. previews. But um, <laughs> but all right, King. Something's going to happen. Gonna... so serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> never. I'll never watch. You know how I, you know how I'm about spoilers with wrestling, with yeah. sports, everything. Don't tell me nothing. Yeah, he's like, I'm not. Uh, Keen will turn off his phone. He's like, I ain't checking no group chats. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't looking at nothing. <laughs> Y'all don't rubber not spoil nothing for me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, they're clearly going to get rescued one way or another or rescue themselves. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it might be some some combination of like by our powers combined, you know, uh, like they'll figure Ooh. out maybe he's got a stone, maybe she's got one. I am eager for the MCU to get off Infinity Stones. Like we are on to the next thing, whatever, yes. whatever that is. Yep. You know, if, if they need if they need the time stone to get out of this one, cool. 
but like i don't want the infinity stones just to be these like cheat codes that they can use to uh, uh, i mean i hear you but they are they, they're powerful <laughs> they are, but not like right now right like come back to them in 10 years or something like like they, they do in a comics like the infinity stones uh, yeah will pop okay up, i hear you I hear you, you know but because because right now it feels like when they would write um they would just give superman new powers when they wrote themselves into a corner mm -hmm. they'd be like oh he can fly around the world real fast backwards and turn back time and you're like cool this is why superman <laughs> sucks uh yeah controversial opinion um oh, superman you. superman's not an interesting comic book character <laughs> certainly in the way that he has been portrayed uh in certainly in films uh throughout uh, my lifetime yeah, yeah anyway yeah. um what other big thing yeah i can I, I can i say something real quick yeah of course um i love i i do i remember that when it was uh revealed in the very first episode that like yeah this is a low-key i'm like all right cool um i love that like uh, mar said it earlier the fact that their powers are different and the fact that they can wonderfully beautifully describe how why it, it yep. works the different things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but i also love their their um their tact or lack thereof whereas though uh sylvie seems like the big idea person while loki is all about the details yeah. to me yeah. Yeah, from, yeah. from from outside so the fact that uh, hopefully they they recognize that they can see that in each other and work off of that um and i do want to say that i love the shanty part of it of him singing and yeah. it was a certain line that he had where sylvia was like what are you doing you're drunk he was like i'm not drunk i'm, I'm a little i might be, i might be full because to ask guardians that's not liquor that's not beer <laughs> yeah this is just normal shit i'm yeah. full all right cool i think i'm done now that's not yeah. you know, that's not what drunk is i'm, I'm yeah. full yeah he's so like, that was a really cool uh yeah cool little thing right there yeah to put, to, just to kind of I was just going to say, just to okay. piggyback off what you were saying, Keen. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's it's really cool how the two of them are the same person, kind of, but they are they are so different, and they see their skill sets even seem to complement one yeah, another. Yeah, complement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's like they have great chemistry with each other, and like even when they were trying to sneak onto the um, to the arc, it was like, all right, it, alone, you know, maybe Loki dressing up as the guard wouldn't work right and and alone um sylvie using her enchanting um probably wouldn't work but together both of them using their powers together yeah. then it worked and it's it's also cool like when they tried to um uh bust into that woman's um little trailer thing and they got shot <laughs> out the you know shot out the door like in kill bill um it was like like sylvie tried her way and then Loki was like, all right, let me try my way. And neither of them worked. Yeah. But it was still like, you know, it's still like you got to see how each of them think and, and mm -hmm. their tact, like you said, Keen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have different, just, they're, they're both like, they're both like screwdrivers, but one's a Phillips head and one's a flathead. Like they, they, oh, they, I like that. Yeah, that's good. You know, like. They have different uses, but like you're kind of doing the same thing. They they're both really good at manipulation, right? They're both yep. the god of mischief. Um, so um, Philip said it's so much more useful. Though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I like a tiny flathead because you can use it as a Philip's head sometimes. That's true too. That's true. <laughs> 
Allen Wrench all the way. Wait, what? New podcast. Um, the uh, there were some deep conversations before uh, the um, the Sylvie falling asleep. They they both did kind of very casually just dropped it like. Is there is there a bow waiting for you at home? Or what about you? You must be you're you're a prince. You must be chasing princesses or princes. And they're both like, yep, a little bit of both, as I imagine is the same for you. And she said, yep, like super important, super yep. important for a major MCU character to yes. come out uh, as queer. Um, and, and it would bisexual. be Loki. Like Loki's such a fucking so great, good. yeah, overall character, and like. It just seems so fitting for him, yeah. you know what I mean? Or uh, and it just seems like if you're gonna do it with, especially with a major character, like just it, it just it it makes so much sense. And one hundred percent, I I I love that they that I love that the MCU is becoming a little bit more um, fearless when it comes to to shit like this. For and, sure, um, yeah. they're just they're they're going into certain topics because they you you got to understand your fan base and i feel like it's undeniable um you know what i mean that like you know with falcon and winter soldier you you at this point there's so many black mcu fans and comic book fans you can't deny it so like you you have to incorporate representation and at this point like there's so many lgbtq um fans of comic books and and Mm -hmm. the mcu um, who show up to Comic-Con and who like cosplay and, and who really take the shit seriously and, and su- have been supporting the franchise since day one. So it's important yeah. to be able to be like, all right, we understand that there's um, all, you know, all this, this commercialized uh, and, and political shit behind, um, you know, and money. But like sometimes, you know, when you're a corporation and you do lean into supporting your, your fan base, uh, it, it does become a rewarding choice that you yeah. make and, and yeah. i think this is this is one of those circumstances and i well, thought it was important for um i thought it was important not just that like there's lgbtq queer representation but like specifically by representation because yes. that is it's so often when they when when a big company will do this they'll be like this character is gay or this character is lesbian and they'll go like and that's really simple like that at this point a lot of people have no trouble like understanding what that means and but for for bi individuals, people still kind of can have some, you know, within and without the queer community can have some some like well thoughts of like well make a choice or or you know if you're if you're a male and you're bi you're just closeted and you're actually gay or if you're mm-hmm. a woman and you're bi you're just experimenting and like it's total bullshit like people are everywhere and, and yeah. everybody's yeah. on everybody's somewhere on it on a, it's a spectrum so. It was nice to see. It was nice to see that both sides. It was all. It was also nice that, personally, I thought it was really cool that it was handled in a way that wasn't like, I don't know, like this is just a conversation we're having. It's not like a. It, it was like unapologetic. Grand, yeah, it yeah. wasn't apologetic, and it also wasn't this like grandiose thing. It was just like, mm-hmm. no, this is just kind of who I am, and I thought it was. Yep. I thought it was dope as hell. Yep. Um, and it. And, and I also thought their talk about love was really beautiful. Yes. 
Michael, were you going to say, Michael? Oh, no, I was I was just going to say, and I mean, I think it's it's important, too, that, I mean, even though technically this is the same character split in half, you know, technically, sort of, basically. But I mean, you know, I, I think it's it, it's it's very important, I think, to not only depict that and have it be so unapologetic and casual, you know, like that, but also have someone saying that while someone else on screen is supporting them in a very casual way in the sense of like supportive in the sense of just like okay yeah you know like yeah you know like which is i think something that you don't get a lot of honestly yeah yeah it was it was nice that it you know because like this uh, up until this point we were talking about a little before the podcast started recording but the only representation was like one one guy in a in a uh a a snap support group and yeah, it made press back then, and, and, and yeah, like it, it, it was important too that there was something. But like this feels much more natural, and I kind of hope that this is the way going forward. That like yeah, like the MCU takes place in a version of our universe, so naturally there's going to be rep. You know, there's all sorts of people, so some of them are going to be superheroes or gods or whatever, what have you. It's 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 it was it was cool. Yeah, it was cool to see. And uh, what did Loki decide? Love was uh, a uh, disappearing dagger. dagger. <laughs> yes, yeah. so funny. I was with him for a little bit, but I, I was like, he's about to drop some shit. But I was like, eh, damn, that was kind of weak. <laughs> the mead, it's the yeah. mead. The mead got to him at the end. He was too full. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, the Asgardian sea. Oh, so good. Yeah, flap. I remember here people were talking about like, oh, Tom Hiddleston sings in this one. You got to hear it. But I was like. Yeah, he was fine. He wasn't one of those like sometimes a star who has never really sang on screen before will like like um what was Katie saying? Like Jake Gyllenhaal did um like you know, you never saw him sing on screen and then he just randomly got cast in the musical Sunday in the Park with George mm-hmm. and it was incredible and everyone was like holy shit, this guy can do it. So like I don't think Tom Hiddleston is going to be um cast in any Broadway musicals that that require uh you know great singers but that song was was awesome and and it was a really nice little I don't know respite it, you, you kind of thought oh they might get away with this one for like half a second and then you saw the shifty-eyed guy that was like I you know just the, the kid who had to tell the teacher that she didn't uh assign homework at at 2 45 on a Friday uh, just had to ruin everything and narc on the whole group, but you're 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 absolutely right. I think Tom Hiddleston has sung in a movie before because I think he played Hank Williams in a movie uh, a couple oh, years ago. Is that true? Yes. Really, I did yes. not know that. I did not know that. Um, what are we? So, I guess the questions going forward. The the big question that I, I was kind of surprised because I, the synopsis of this on Disney Plus I thought said that Sylvie reveals her plan, and it's. And it, I didn't, did, did yeah. that happen? That wasn't I don't, explicit. Maybe I read it wrong. Okay, so yeah. So, the so biggest, what do we think her plan is? The, the biggest thing that was said was uh, Lofi kind of like talked her, talked her whole plan out. It was like, so you're just going to go there, wreck shit, and just leave a power vacuum. And she kind of like nods and walks away. And I'm like, yeah, that wasn't a great plan. That was, she just wanted to cause havoc and chaos, mm-hmm. which that we know Lofi, Lofi, wow. We know that Loki loves that shit. <laughs> it's another Loki. Um, another Loki. Um, basically, that's, that's the one that stayed looking like a frost giant. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, I think that's what it was. And the fact, and that, that would make, that's what made me think about their their kind of puzzle piece thing where it's like, Sylvie is, is aggression, big, 
huge kind of thing. Even though her powers are very subtle, while Loki is more like, I got I got my plan for this, my plan for that, my plan for that. But his power is way more showy and flashy. So, and it's interesting that you say that and that you you describe them that way because in the one scene, um, Sylvie was very critical of Loki's plan in the yeah. episode, and she was like, "What was that? That wasn't a plan. That was just a, a thing. Like that was yeah. like a, a, a one step. But a plan is like you're you have to be all these steps ahead. And it's like they're they're really the same person, you know. And it's like they both probably." um have a little bit of both of those characteristics and you mm. kind of see how they they play out in, in different yeah. scenarios um but in terms of just her her plan my assumption is that you know she she with with the time bombs uh so to speak from episode two it seemed as though she's trying to create um a multiverse of some sort yeah and yeah and with that comes just, uh, I guess it's just like taking down the man, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it seems like the, the whoever the time the the time authority dudes are, um, they're they're deciding what is supposed to happen, and, and which is fucked up. Like it's like if if people are if if you're living your life in this timeline. Um, you know that you should be able to rock out and just live it you know what i yeah. mean but yeah. um nobody should be should be controlling it or, or wiping away your reality just because it doesn't align up with whatever they they're yeah. um trying to lead up to so it seems as though she has a noble cause um but yeah i i don't think that she deliberately or blatantly um actually spelled it out in this episode yeah well at this point i don't think i mean i would be very surprised if Certainly, the, the 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 creators, you know, the people making all the decisions at the MCU, their goal in in writing this character, doing this, is to set up multiverse of madness, yes. right? Like, there's no mm -hmm. there's no question there. Like, they're not going to restore the sacred timeline by the oh, end no. of this season. No, they no, are absolutely not. Very literally gonna, going to destroy it, and then that's going to lead Doctor into Strange, uh, No Way Home and yeah. all the different fucking yes. Spider-Man swinging yes. around. No yeah. Way Home, yes. multiverse of yeah. They're they're like I think because they're also talking about like Kang the Conqueror being the big yep. bad being like the Thanos of this next decade which yep. which I love I love that fact because because of Kang the Conqueror and this is how like deep nerdish you got to get with this Kang the Conqueror is a distant 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 yep. distant distant relative of the of Reed Richards yep. he's like his great, oh. great 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 grandson so like that means they're going to be there one of these, yeah, one yeah, of these verses, for sure. the fucking Fantastic Four is going to drop in. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, yeah, and that's so. And we said this in a previous podcast, I think, but like allowing for a multiverse allows for getting these new, um, these newly acquired um, uh, intellectual property, like the X Men and the Fantastic Four, and um, you know, getting them into the MCU without being like, well, they were here the whole time. They just weren't, they didn't decide to show up yeah. to the earth shattering events that were in this timeline. So I think I am just curious what the, so that's what MCU's reason for Sylvie doing what she's doing. I am curious what Sylvie's reason is other than, you know, that, that, that will, cause, and if it's satisfying, it'll be something about her past Mm -hmm. put her on this mission where she had to either correct something or prevent something 
that she knows is is going to happen if she doesn't yeah. get rid of the sacred timeline. So, yeah, my my assumption so- is just like. I, and I'm wondering because like oh, she's a variant whose whose reality probably was destroyed, right? And mm-hmm. so she's hopping around hiding in these different Armageddon scenarios. Um, so it's like probably she found out like what's going on, and like everybody she loves is gone. Her yeah. everything she's ever known when she was you know in her respective reality is gone. So I mean. I don't know. I, that seems like enough of a reason to to want to take down um, the people who destroyed your your reality. Yeah, yeah um, who blinked it out of existence. Yeah, um, and, okay. and it seems like she's learned. Like she she has a uh, a deep knowledge of the the TVA because yeah. she yeah. knows enough to know that everybody who works there um, is a variant of some sort. Yeah. So, could so, she be working for somebody though? I mean, could she be working ooh. for Kang? I mean, could because. Be. I keep thinking about this is the hmm. Loki that just jumped out of Avengers and how, you know, in that movie, Loki is, you know, he's the guy on Earth. So he's the guy who he really gets off on being like, yeah, I'm the ruler, but also like, you know, and, and trying to distract as many people as possible from the fact that like there's a guy behind the scenes who's kind of manipulating him, basically. And maybe hmm. this is something similar where she's. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. So we're halfway through the series. I have a couple quick fire questions that I want to put to the panel. Uh, the first is by the end of this series, will we see in person in the flesh or whatever, the, uh, the timekeepers, the three keepers of the, you know, creators of, and uh, the sacred timeline and the TVA, will we see them on screen? Yes. I say, no. I say, I say, I think we might've already seen one of them. Oh, I like that. I I, I think we will. Um, I think we I think we will. I think it might be a bit of a, you know, just going off the comics like they are real and they are arguably, you know, in the comics, there's a being called I think it's the one above all. And it's literally just like Marvel's way of saying God, like the the overarching just God. Um, But I and they're real but i think in the show there might be a little um there might be a little bit of what they did with there might be like a wizard of oz thing wizard of oz yeah yeah or like the 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 mandarin that they tried yeah like you know where it was the you know now they're gonna do the real one yeah what's her face i can't remember like the names um but yeah the time judge (laughs) oh um uh renslayer renslayer yeah she knows something she knows more than definitely I, pro- I, I think anybody that we've been introduced to so far, um, she seems to have a certain special connection to the, the you know, the, the timekeepers or whatever. Let me, um, let me throw this out there to you. Let me, let me uncork this grenade like, mm-hmm. uh, like a good old, I can't remember the song now. I'm sorry. Bruno Mars. <laughs> let me uncork okay. this, toss this grenade your way. I think, because like there, there was different speculation that she might be romantically connected to one of the uh, time time or one of the big big bads. Mm-hmm. I think she might be a variant of one. Yeah, I think she might be a variant of that one. That's why she's so like oh. they're on this. They're on the case. Oh. Okay. Every single thing of this. Okay, yeah. I, I like that idea. I fuck with. So that. if you think we saw one, is that why you're saying? Are you saying that that we already saw one? Is it her? I think Renslayer is her. Yeah, I think she's one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Yeah, because now I'm thinking okay. back that you said that, and I'm like, well, it could be, could be a little switcheroo, or it could be, it could be Mobius, it could be our, our friend Eugene Cordero, whose character I cannot remember his name, but I will, the guy who doesn't know what a fish is, and and uh, is Eugene Cordero. Yeah, uh, damn, and because Renslayer, Renslayer used to be one of the agents, and yeah. like she has the whole getup, like we see her with her little baton thing, and a, she has a helmet, and and all her equipment um, in her office, um, like a, like a, you know, a police chief or captain or whatever. Um, and it, yeah, that's actually good. And, but I, I, I guess in the comics, aren't they like, aren't the, the timekeepers like fucking ugly lizard things? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the timekeepers look like they do in the show, but there's, there are variant like alternative timeline yeah timekeepers called the time um time what is it time twisters mm. like and they look like weird lizard like their 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 goal is to undo the sacred timeline and they are literally very alternate timeline versions of the timekeepers mm. um so who knows if that's gonna if that's gonna make their way in all right <laughs> so the next question is does Sylvie survive this season? Yes. Yes. No. Ooh. I I I think I'm I think I sadly I think I'm siding with, with Keen here. I, I think uh yeah, I don't know. I hope that she does. Incredible character. Absolutely love this character. Um, but I think there's gonna be I I, I think we might lose her. And that'll fish, that'll fishtail. That'll dovetail into my next question, which I will answer first. If she does survive, I do not think Mobius does. And that will be mm. very um, sad. Yeah, Mobius might one, die I think on one of them's got to go. Yeah. Mobius yeah. is going to die on a jet ski in the last Loki, and, and yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> He's going to die on a jet ski. Loki's but, definitely going to grow from one of their deaths. And you need one of them to go for him to yeah. like kind of yeah. form a little bit more. Because it's showing, but he's still he's still slightly better than uh, than Avengers Loki. But yeah, that's gonna definitely change him. Because I think his mother's death, Odin's death, definitely changed him in like our timeline or the the sacred timeline Loki. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's definitely gonna, gonna change him. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. What Last, in, uh, okay. so I saw, I came across um, one of the one of the review channels or whatever on YouTube that. Um, Sylvie in the comic books ends up like with one of the young Avengers, one of the, one of Wanda's kids. So I'm wondering if she, oh. if they're gonna like, mm. you know, have her be involved in that because they, they, it's been confirmed, I believe, that they're doing a Young Avengers at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah. they've been yeah. setting so, it up for a minute. So maybe she, you know, they have like a goodbye and they go their separate ways. But I think that they're making, they're making their characters so different so that they can both survive and kind of like go off and do their their own thing because i think That's if, what I if think. they had two very similar characters like if we had yes like, um yeah. two like identical lokis definitely one of them would have to die you know what i'm yeah. saying um so i think that they're I mean, both it's happened. Unique. right exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly um yeah. 
And so, yeah, I feel like they're, they're different and unique enough to be able to both survive um, and kind of have their own thing within the yeah. MCU. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of generosity as far as like, uh, you know, kind of setting up a character goes like in this episode towards Sylvie. It felt it felt very much just like, let's get to know Sylvie for a little bit, because like, you know, eventually you're really going to enjoy her and you, you're going to not be able to wait to see her again. It, yeah. it felt very much like I feel like Marvel is sometimes like I feel like they're pretty reluctant to kill characters, you know, like yeah. for the most part, I think. And, and very often it just it, she just popped for me in a sense of just like, oh, we're we're, we're playing the long game here. Like she she's coming back. Yeah, well, no one has ever truly died, even in the MCU, right? Like Vision died, but is now back. Yes. Uh, and and White Vision is out there somewhere. We don't know. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. I saw him. I swear I saw him like last week in the air. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is at the Kroger. Uh, Kroger. There's no Krogers around here. Um, but uh, the yeah, and and you know, uh, Captain America is probably on the moon. He, you know, not not no confirmed. Tony is really right now yeah, he's gonna be like yeah dead. and that's more contractual but i still yeah. think we're gonna i think we're gonna see you know that yeah, his, character his subconscious is like downloaded on somebody's junk yeah drive. for yep, sure somewhere. there's yeah. there's ai of him somewhere that they yeah. can you know when when uh robert downey jr needs a new helicopter um mm -hmm. you know he'll 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 jump back in for a moment but uh okay the last um my last question uh we've got three episodes left will there be a unforeseen mcu cameo whether it's someone we've already met or a brand new character that hasn't been introduced into the mcu yet um and if so who will it be or okay Ooh, that's, a, that's a big one that's a hear me big out character hear me out i think it's gonna be Syl sylvie's thor Meaning my possibly oh. Lady Thor. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Okay. Or Beta Ray Wait. Bill. Oh, that's a good one too. That would Wait. be wild. Beta Ray Bill, I'd lose my mind. Didn't Beta Ray Bill show up in a movie already? He didn't, but they, they showed they showed us the big ass statue of him in Ragnarok, yeah. but it wasn't okay. actually him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When that was his kind though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would be wild. Yeah. Um, any other guesses? Any other Damn, I like that answer. Not gonna be. Yes. I don't want to just hop on that train, even though like wow. that. That's yeah. a that's a pretty pretty fine hey, this train. train. Is, this train is chugging along, baby. <laughs> well, well, keep in mind too. I think when they're making Thor four, which I think isn't isn't Jane Lady Thor for like yeah. a little while in the comics. So like they're yeah. and apparently and, and they're doing that's that. That's confirmed. So, yeah. she is going to be in the next Thor as you know with the the the, the yielder the, the wielder of Mjolnir. So, okay. but you think it's going to be that that. That's because uh, cool. that's our that'll be our timeline store. It wouldn't that's be what I'm saying. Sylvie's store. Right. I think it's gonna be Sylvie's store. I think it's gonna okay. be a lady store. Okay. Like okay. okay. Yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Anybody else have any other guesses that isn't Thor? Um well fucking Doctor Strange was supposed to be in Wanda, <laughs> so maybe he might just show up here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's the multiverse. Sorry, I'm late. Madness and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Two um, shows late. <laughs> yeah. I I, I thought for a while it was going to be Kang the Conqueror, like a quick little something. But apparently, I think the I think the creators have confirmed that's not happening. So um, yeah, I have a feeling that Kang, especially if he's like a really big bad, like they're probably not going to show him until like a film, like one of yeah. the major films. Oh. And I know he's confirmed for um, Ant Man and the yeah. Wasp, so um, that might be like the introduction. 
of him. Yeah. Um, There'll be some post credits in like Black Widow or something. Yeah, right. Like they I feel did like, with Thanos. I feel like there's going to be well, just speaking of that, like they do with Thanos. I feel like there's going to be some kind of tease at the very end of this show because I think you're right that it's going to end with like the the sacred timeline toppling, all the multiverse spread out, and I feel like there's going they're they're going to put a button on that if only so that people who don't obsess about the show on a podcast will be able to be like oh okay i get what they're doing next basically so there's going to be some kind of like i'm not about a full character but like it's going to be some kind of like i feel like they're going to tease something either reed mm-hmm. richards or something basically or just like show wolverine claw and just like oh we're you know oh, like, that like, would like, be yeah or something we'd all yeah. lose our minds yes <laughs> the first sight of a wolverine claw and we all we are, we're gonna it's gonna be like when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. We're gonna be let happy. somebody say Bub. Just let me yeah. hear someone says Bub. I'm, I'm losing my shit. Yeah, fastball. The only special. thing is like I I love and hate being part of the internet age because like I feel like whenever like we're not gonna be completely surprised when no. they oh, do yeah. introduce the X Men and the, the Fantastic Four. Like you know you we're gonna hear some sort of spoiler on the internet that like, oh, they just casted so-and-so and and we're speculating that he's gonna be Wolverine and all this stuff. Like, sometimes I just wanna be surprised and like the internet sometimes makes it impossible for that, but. The reverse is true. Uh, I'm sorry, the the reverse is true as well because like, remember when WandaVision was airing and we were like, oh, they're gonna show like Reed Richards as like the scientist that um, that, uh, Monica knows. And it's basically just like, well, no, they're not gonna do that because I know for a fact they haven't cast Reed Richards yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're gonna find out, and you know what you're not. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, you know, when when they figure out how to really keep something under wraps, then I'll be very happy and impressed. Yeah. It's. I often I would tell people, you know, I grew up never knowing what it felt like to find out that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father, right? Because I, I already, you know, I'm 30. I'll be 38 in August, and I grew up watching all the Star Wars on VHS, and I watched them out of order because one of my <laughs> like. I rented Jedi first because I was seven and I didn't know. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll never know that feeling of that reveal. And I can't really think of any moment in. What's a good reveal? Now, like, now I'm trying to like, think of like in I my can't really lifetime, think of any. If yeah. I had like anything that was like totally, you know, holy shit, uh, make. I'm like maybe Spider Man showing up in, but didn't they even reveal that in the credits? Yeah, Spider Man showing just, up in, like, yeah, yes, we knew about. We could that. have a whole yeah. podcast just on the on. on I mean, it could have been it was fucking Ralph Boner. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> that felt that felt that more, felt. but then it ended up not paying off, right? Exactly. Like, like exactly. that was like you you dangled this thing. That was the probably the biggest disappointment of WandaVision, which was an incredible show. Mm-hmm. But like just making that mean nothing and just kind of being like a little inside joke to the fans, like, come on. Yeah. But uh, all right. That brings us to I, this might be easy or it might be hard, and we all might have the same for both, but let's do winners and losers. Uh, before we wrap. Oh, before we do that, does anybody have anything else from this episode we didn't hit on that they want to uh want to talk? I want to see all of the Minutemen's previous lives now because long, long Dreads was so cute. She was like just in the beach having fun. She loved her margs. She was with the shits. So now I want to see uh, what's the tough one? Was it B-15? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to see her real life, her previous yeah. life now. Yep. Yep. Same, same. Yep. Um, 
So, I mean, we touched on this earlier and, you know, we mentioned uh, Loki and Sylvie's uh, sexuality briefly, basically. Is that going to be a thing? Is that, you know, by the end of the show, basically, are they are, are, are they going to hook up? Let's get real. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be mad at it because Loki would fuck himself. I <laughs> that mean, is, yeah. that would be wild. <laughs> and like, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably the MCU, Marvel and Disney probably won't go there. But they might just yeah. kiss. Yeah, they yeah, might. Yes. Like a, yes. Like a, they think they're both going to die and they kiss and then a door opens under them and they fall back into the TVA and then they have to deal with the weirdness that just happened. Yeah, right. They right, thought yeah. they were only doing it because they were going to get, you know, apocalypsed. Right. Um, it would be cool if like uh, uh, <laughs> in like the next Thor movie, which I know isn't going to be braided R, but if Thor was like, Loki, go fuck yourself. And then he just kind of gives the camera a look. And, like, <laughs> 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 yeah, boy, I already have. It's funny that you mentioned that. Because... <laughs> Brother, have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, all the people who else? didn't watch Loki are going to be like, whoa, what the hell happened to Loki? <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what? That's why you got to get Disney Plus, y'all. That's right. That's right. <laughs> any, other, uh, any other things from this episode that stuck out that, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't cover? Huh? Cool. Uh, let's do winners and losers. Let's start with uh, Marceline. Let's do losers. Sorry. Losers. losers. Um, all them rich people who got on that ship. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, I'll say that that they're all losers. I mean, there's so many fucking losers and so many yeah, people. That's what die. everyone can <laughs> like say. Everybody, whole, whole planet. Everybody dies on that planet. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll 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 specify because they they had a, a a sense of hope. They thought that they were getting away from this thing, and they thought that they um that they were leaving all the poor people behind. Yeah, but, uh, they turned out to be losers. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was even more than hope. It was almost like a casualness. Like they were just like sipping yeah. champagne. It was like yeah, they, they weren't even like, oh, thank goodness we're gonna. It was like, oh, of course we're fine. We've never mm-hmm. not been fine about anything. Yeah. Why would this be any different? So yeah, yeah I think that's good. Um, Michael, uh, I mean, so many. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I think the poor people basically who never had a chance and knew it honestly i think like yeah there's there's just there's so many losers here honestly uh that's what i'm gonna go with okay keen uh i'm gonna go with mobius he wasn't this episode at all but i think i got a feeling i hope not i got a feeling the way that this opened um how it showed uh sylvie's side of it when she first saw loki in the in the parking lot (laughs) I think the next episode at least starts with them in the store. Like, now what? What We lost both of them. What the fuck do we do now? Yep. Um, so I think he's the loser, even though he wasn't even in the episode. And maybe we're yeah. losers for him not being here. So Yeah, that's yeah. You just made me think of, I almost want to put like a $1,000 bet on this <laughs> happening. And the next episode is going to be one of those things where we are seeing the rest of the characters what happened during this time yes mm-hmm. and, it, and then it's going to end with them finding a door and and then now we go for it which yeah. i always oh i always it's never my favorite thing when it happens but i just have the spidey sense that that's what's going to happen um we'll see my loser for this one is renslayer um because i feel like based on what the show has told us she's the buck stops with her, at least before the the the, the timekeepers, and 
this is a just about as bad of a day at work as anyone could have if this yeah. is your job. So, um, and, uh, and she was in this episode. So I think she's having a really, really bad day, which now I'm predicting we will see next episode. Um, let's do winners. We'll go reverse. Keen. <clears throat> uh, winner, hear me out on this one. I'm picking the lady that, that stuck to her, her, her air cannon. Uh, the fact that she was like, you know what? This world is done. But fuck it. This is my home. This is where I made my life with my lover who's not with me anymore. Fuck y'all. I'm staying. The fact that she can like legit look down the barrel and say, fuck you. I salute that. Love it. Michael. Everyone who got to share the train with Loki and specifically got to sing songs <laughs> with them. Yeah. <laughs> Have a little piano man moment. That was yeah. great. Yeah. That was great. Uh, Marsley. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Loki. Uh, uh, the main Loki. for Because he got to bond <clears throat> with another person, which doesn't happen often. I feel like he's been looking for like a real connection for a while. Mm-hmm. And also... If my theory about the time stone that he had, that he might ha- or might not have in his pocket is real, then you know I think that that's a win. You know he, that that seems to that that could potentially benefit him, and maybe might help get them out of that predicament. So mm-hmm. um, I'll go with uh, with our, our our current main Loki. Mm-hmm. I, I I in I, I'm almost gonna copy that, but I'm gonna say Sylvie because yeah. I. You know, I don't think either of them are screwed here and they're not going to get out of this. So let's just take that right out. I think she kind of had a, you know, a little bit of a real recognized real moment where like, you know, feeling alone for so long and then finding somebody who you actually like can get some some um, uh, some context for your existence with. You know, you ever meet one of those people that you feel like you're alone in the universe and then suddenly like you 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 belly up to a bar by yourself and you meet a person who you're like oh shit like i finally feel seen i've been there it's good <clears throat> and i think i think i think she had that in this episode um all right those are our winners and losers um let's do quick plugs anybody got anything to plug marcely um uh my TikTok, and uh, I haven't posted anything on there for a minute, but uh, you can follow me on social media uh, at M-J-E-A-N-I-O-U-S, that's M-Genius, um, and um, I guess, uh, oh yeah, uh, um, <laughs> we haven't done it uh, in a while, but yeah, um, uh, uh, what locking up that keen i was about to <laughs> defer to you <laughs> i just had a brain fart but locking up uh, a black pro wrestling podcast with myself and keen and our homie james b knight dope keen uh as it was so eloquently stated uh just moments ago uh locking up a uh, black wrestling podcast uh, listen to it uh comedy.com and uh everywhere you can find uh, podcast. Um, I got a show coming up. I'm hosting the All-Star Show uh, July 7th uh, at uh, Punchline in uh, Philadelphia, so come out for that. Uh, it's a Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Um, my Philly Funniest Night at uh, Helium Comedy Club is July 27th. Come out for that. I think that starts at 7. 
Uh, follow me at Keen Cobb on everything. Uh, I had to delete uh, Twitter from my one phone because I needed it for sneakers uh, just so I can enter all these draws and then don't win any of the shoes. But, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm still living my life. Uh, like I said, at Keen Cobb. No. Michael, anything? Uh, at Michael J. Henley on Twitter. Uh, I tweet every once in a while, I guess. Um, I'm so lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, Needs to get I'm better at, at social media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm at Trust the Sauces on Instagram, where I make hot sauces and you can buy them. I'm also having a contest right now on Trust the Sauces, where I'm giving away a free pack of this latest release I just did to anyone in the continental United States. Just follow at Trust the Sauces like the post that i just made and comment two friend to two friends who like hot sauces their instagram handles in the comment section and you can be entered to win a free box of hot sauce that i made with my own uh body that sounds weird um <laughs> i just make it it's good um and yeah uh follow uh, check out xroadscomedy.com a uh, bunch of us have shows coming up um interrogation room is coming back for a show in july thank you places the improvised musical is coming back for a show in july and august and a bunch of upcoming uh content and live comedy in philadelphia is there um and if you're not from philadelphia you know follow us anyway and listen to our podcast you can listen to anywhere follow us on social media at x roads comedy and uh yeah uh that's it uh for michael henley keen cobb and marcely jean pierre i am rob alessiani This has been Oh Snap, an MCU podcast, and we will see you next time, true believers. Bye. 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 Bye.